Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to this week's Geek Town Radio. Today I have with me Ross. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? How you doing? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What have, what have you been up to? It's been about a month since you were on last time. It's been about a month. It's good, though. I like the, I like the gap because now I've got things to say. Like I'm, I'm not a guy... I'll be honest with you, Dave. I'm not an interesting guy, so it's nice to have something to say to you. Before. Well, I know that, but you're not supposed to tell the audience. <laughs> Sorry. Audience, I've heard lots of things happen to me. They've already got my newsletter, though. They've got my weekly newsletter, so uh, they don't need to know. Oh, damn. What have we been up to? Well, I've been watching a lot of, we've been watching a lot of TV because Daredevil came out on the, uh, whenever it was, the 12th or whenever. Yes, what did you think? Uh, I haven't finished it yet because I've been watching it with my girlfriend, which means we watch it sort of sporadically every now and again. <laughs> but yeah, it's been really good. We said that, you remember I, I hadn't finished Jessica Jones? Yes, yes. Well, we said we'll finish Jessica Jones, then we'll watch Daredevil. And of course, we haven't finished Jessica Jones, so we're about halfway through that and we're watching Daredevil. Right. And we're about, I think we're about episode six or seven. So we're already further in Daredevil than we are in Jessica Jones. <laughs> so, well, uh, I mean, to be fair, you don't need to watch one to watch the other. I mean, no. you know, but it's, it's sort of useful, but you don't need uh, very, to. Very much, very much enjoying it. Very good. Yes, yeah, it is good. I don't think it's quite as strong as the first season. I think it's missing See, a central villain but see I, I I agree and um where we are now it, it was really good like if it had been like you know some seasons are in two parts like Gotham say is yeah. like they have, if they had a two-part season the first part of that season was really good I love the Punisher I'm really on board with him it was one of those things where I like I liked that I didn't like him and now I like that I do like him because it's one of those things <laughs> Where you go, you don't really know him, so you try to feel him out. You say, "Oh, well, who's this guy? He seems like a bad guy, I guess." Yeah. And then suddenly he's really like he's a really cool, you know, he's a good uh, he's a good character. Yeah, and I like that. Um, but then this the second half with can I can I? It's not a spoiler. I guess she's all over the posters. Yeah. The second half with Electra, I'm not really into. It's not really. Uh, it's not grabbing me as much. I don't like Matt when he's with Electra. Yeah, no, I I, I I could sort of follow you with that. It was much stronger with the Punisher in it. I, I think because the Punisher gives it that kind of um, central so opposing edgy. force. Yeah. Um, he's so damn edgy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's good. I would like to see a Punisher series come out of that. That would yeah, be good. They are, is that what they're, do, they're doing now, aren't they? Well, there's, they- there's been talk of it, but I don't know whether they'll do it because, uh, you know, otherwise you're going to end up pushing everything else back again so well 
I, I hear they're doing season two of Jessica Jones, so it can for me it can come before that if it wants. <laughs> yeah, no, they're just so I've got enough time to watch season one. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely doing season two of Jessica Jones. Um, so you might want to do Jessica Jones before you watch Luke Cage. Because I really, I really want the cage that I'm into. Cage, yeah. I'm down with. Yeah, I mean, so you might want to finish Jessica Jones before you get into Luke Cage, and Luke Cage is coming the end of the year, towards the end of the year. So yeah, um, yeah. so that might so be not worth long doing. Left. I've got to get them in quick, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing how slowly you watch things, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, also it's, it's just that there's a lot on. I haven't been watching vinyl for weeks. I watched the first two, I think, and I haven't watched it since. You know, I've uh, done. I've, watching, I've done the same with that. Yeah, <laughs> I've been keeping up with. Uh, the people versus OJ Simpson and I'm actually really really enjoying that yeah, as much that, as everyone tells me that it's really trashy and not very accurate oh, quite possibly I'm, true but I am really enjoying that as well yeah I'm really yeah 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 um, what else for us watching see now you said it I've got no idea I've been watching <laughs> do you know what I've, you know, I've been watching I've been watching The Middle you know sitcom The Middle oh yeah yeah Enjoying that. That's good. That's good. We went to watch Batman v Superman, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute. Yes, yes, we will do. In the we will do that in a minute. Yes, I think what we did. We did watch yesterday. Um, my uh, the Jungle Book's coming out on the 14th, I think, of this month. Uh, yes, something like that. Um, so uh, I said to I said to my girlfriend we should we should watch the first one, and she was like, "Oh, that would be the first time I've seen it." Really. And, uh, I was a little bit upset about that. Um, <laughs> so we've got that. And I also, I was in the, I was on the way and I was just talking about the other good Disney movies that I like. And she hadn't, she mentioned she hadn't seen Robin Hood either. Oh, wow. So we, uh, we watched Robin Hood yesterday, which is my, uh, my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> uh, my, my, my second favorite, my third favorite. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I explained to her that essentially the plot, the differences between Robin Hood and the Jungle Book are actually pretty slim. Like they both have a lot of different animals that shouldn't be in the setting they're in. <laughs> yeah, because because and, uh, the animals being in the wrong setting is is you know like yeah. that, that's the biggest issue, not the fact that they talk or wear clothes. They both have a, a central um, father type figure who's a bear, and that who's uh, I think voiced by the same guy, so that resonates with me. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe essentially they're the same movie. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, you, so you the the fact that the, your father is a bear resonates with you. I do my worry mother, about your right. childhood. <laughs> my father isn't a bear, right? I should explain that. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> We've been. Uh, I ordered a copy of um, The Witcher the other day. Uh, yes, uh, Friday maybe I ordered the ordered The Witcher. Okay, so I should come soon. I've heard very good things and I'm going to try is, it out. Is that the first one or... No, the third, Witcher 3. The, th the third one. Yeah, I I haven't played the third one. I, I struggled with the first and the second uh, a bit. So I, I struggled with the second. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm. I, it might be good. I'm, I'm not kind of... I'm not really prepared to try it until I can pick it up for like 10 quid or something. <laughs> yeah, I paid 17, so that's not bad. That's not it? bad. That's not bad. Not and for Chris, a console game anyway. Chris is on the... On the podcast sometimes he, he recommended it to me and said it was really good so uh yeah yeah did that cool. we also um we thought about i see this is on your list so you'll probably talk about this more in a minute or was it maybe that was wrong maybe that was a, the list unloaded maybe anyway um uh a friend of mine uh i go around his house and we play games and stuff on his pc he's, he's got a gaming pc he's one of you guys yes. one of you weirdo <laughs> and, um, proper gaming 
He was telling me like, and because all, naturally all the games are really cheap, and we 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 play Call of Duty sometimes and like split screen it and you know enjoy that. So I said, rather than us both buying Battlefront because we both kind of want Battlefront, why don't we just buy? Because I'd only play it when I was playing with him anyway. Because yeah. you know, so why don't we just go halves on a copy, and mm-hmm. then because on on PC everything's cheaper anyway. Yes. So go halves on a copy, and then we can play together that way. Two problems with that. Um, first of all, it's on Origin, which means it's not actually that much cheaper. No, that Second, is true. The, the PC version doesn't support split screen. What is that? Ugh, yeah. What? What is that? Well, Fortunately, the, uh, the the PS4 version is is just recently gone to the same price. I think it's twenty five pounds. You can get it for. Which okay. Is, is you know. Yeah, well, that's partly because it's EA, and EA will do everything humanly possible to screw as much money out of you as they yeah. can so yeah that's probably why it's not split screen they want people to buy two copies yeah but we, we we said no and we'll go to sony we'll take our money elsewhere yes give it to sony instead which will still go back to ea but you know <laughs> yeah i mean well you know that's fine though <laughs> yeah yeah it's the principle day <laughs> sony yeah, will pay, so take a up. cut i'm sure yeah so. that's what i've been up to how about you uh what have i been up to well, because I, I've been off ill for a long time, I, I binge watched God knows how many different shows. Uh, yeah. Most recently, though, um, yeah, so I did the whole of Daredevil. Um, I can't try to think what else. There was so much thing, stuff I went through. Um, most recently, uh, Fear the Walking Dead's just come on to, the first season has just come on to um, Amazon Prime. So I, oh. I binged watched that over the, the, the last few days because it's only six episodes that. Um, right. So it's That's fairly. Good. Are they like 40 minutes? Uh, they might be an hour actually, but yeah, they're, they're oh. that sort of, sort of time. Um, and it's, that's really interesting because it's, it's, not quite got the weight that the the walking dead has um mm. i think partly because you know um if you're a walking dead fan you've been quite invested in those characters for quite a long time right, right. It, it also doesn't quite have the style of it but as an interesting sort of companion piece it's quite nice um mm. Because the environment's completely different you're you're not set in in rural middle of nowhere america um <laughs> it's it's set right at the start of the outbreak uh, in LA. So it's oh, so like a, like a prequel almost. Uh, yeah, almost. I mean, the, the, um, the walking dead starts with Rick, the main character, the f- sort of opening five minutes of that is basically um, he, he, in the, the main walking dead show. He's a sheriff. He gets shot and he's in a coma. And and this almost takes place in, in that point. Well, Rick, he's, mid, he's going to he's sort of mid coma basically. Yeah, so it's it's all the stuff that's going on outside around about that right, point because right. he goes it, the the world's okay. He goes into a coma and then wakes up and the world's <laughs> not okay. It's sort of like um, twenty eight days later if you've seen that film. Right, right. Um, so it takes that sort of approach to it. Whereas, so Fear the Walking Dead shows um, you know the the, the the zombies that you get in that are um, or infected that you get in that are, are way more. Um, uh, way fresher, I guess, than the <laughs> wow. uh, than the really fresher. messed up ones that you you get in uh, in normal Walking Dead show. Um, you're you're actually seeing them discover sort of how people turning, how to kill them. Mm. The army's response 
to it as well um, with it sort of taking place in this major metropolitan area um, so it, yeah it, it's kind of interesting as a, as a sort of side piece um, so it's presumably like like the walking dead must be like where we are now so like if there's a zombie invasion tomorrow yeah. everybody knows shoot him in the head that's the rules yeah that's that's, that's, that's the, rules. the rules yeah but of but, course but at the start they don't know yeah and he's, he does make it you kind of sat watching the fear of the walking dead and they're running past <laughs> things and go, kind of shooting them in the chest you go go for the head for goodness <laughs> sake yeah or they'll kind of be in like a kitchen and you know they'll be unarmed or they'll be in a kitchen and they'll kind of walking through and you like for christ's sake pick up a knife <laughs> you know <laughs> um so there's there's stuff like that it you know they don't really kind of think about it but uh but yeah it's um it's actually i mean it's good i i did really enjoy it uh it's it is worth watching if you've got amazon prime um it's not really worth buying uh the (laughs) the 20 quid uh subscription that you need if you're on um or if you're not on bt uh to get it get it through sky but um yeah, I, I certainly want to recommend if you've got an Amazon Prime subscription, it is one of the one of the many good things on Amazon Prime that is worth getting. So, uh, so yeah, I, I would recommend waiting because I, I think there's a fair chance that the second season will go on there because that's the thing with AMC. AMC, um, you know, love money. So, so although they're no. uh, although they're putting stuff exclusively on amc global at the moment there is a very very good chance that anything that is on amc global is going to get sold somewhere else um within sort of six to twelve months of it having been on amc global so as long as you're prepared to wait for a bit it'll turn up uh so So they sort of of pilot things for people yes basically uh for the three people that have have amc global uh yeah so uh, (laughs) um Yeah, that that's uh, that's been quite good. Uh, what else have I done this week? Uh, gadget show. Uh, the gadget show was in Birmingham this week, uh, and I, I managed to get over to that. Did you? Do yes. You know, here's a funny story, Dave. Go on. Uh, it's not really. It's not really funny. Was it on Friday? Is that correct? Uh, well, no. It, it's been running a week, but yes, it was on ah, on Friday. Yes. A friend of mine messaged me Thursday night and said, "Are you busy tomorrow?" And I said, "Well, I'm at work because I'm a real person. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a job." And they said, well, I've got a spare ticket to the, the gadget show. So I nearly ended up there, but I didn't, obviously, because I'm a real person. <laughs> yeah, I, I took some days off. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I went on Thursday, which was uh, trade day. So um, it, that was quite nice because it basically means there's a lot less people, although they did let quite a lot of people in in the afternoon. They, it's mainly mm. kind of press and stuff. Um, and people with these uh, special tickets, they restrict the tickets on the Thursday. Um, but that was that was quite fun. There's um, uh, an awful, awful lot of VR stuff. You are going to get hit with, oh, like, beaten over the head with VR things um, all over the place, I think, this year. Uh the, I don't want that. I'm not. I'm not down with the VR. <laughs> it's, it depends what it is. I mean, sometimes it works. I mean, it, it, the the thing is, there were people selling VR, and there were also people using VR to sell their products. So you know, everywhere yeah. you turned, there was somebody with a VR headset doing something. Yeah, actually, having said that. Um, this might not make it in. I'm prepared for this not to make it in though. Um, I have a friend who's a C sharp programmer right. and he made, um, you know, the, what's the, is it the Google one that you get like essentially uh, a bit of cardboard with like a lens, lenses yes. in? Yeah. Yeah. And That's he a- made, he made a 360 
3D uh, map of his of his office that he works in. Oh, cool! And you could look around this office, and it was actually pre- I was I was surprised how much I I, uh, I thought it was really cool. And he said it's easy; you just take the pictures, and then you can map them around, and you essentially make a sphere and yeah. put the camera, you know, the thing in the middle. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Well, I mean, I saw a few things there was that like that. I mean, there was there was a lot of people selling VR headsets and that sort of stuff. Few people selling the cardboard things, which are dirt cheap to buy. Um, mm. They and they they're perfectly effective if you've got a reasonable yeah, um, yeah. phone, you know. Uh, so there there was a lot of that stuff going on. There was uh, I had to go on the Nvidia um, VR system, which nice. was very very impressive because uh, that's got two hand controllers, so you can kind of um, they they do a few different things. There's there's one where you're on the the deck of a. Um, a uh, shipwreck under the sea so you've got like oh. fish fly- floating around you and stuff and then the big whale comes past that was quite cool um then they put you in an office environment which doesn't sound particularly interesting but you've got <laughs> that you've got things like you know you can mess around that with the com- like what my thing was <laughs> yeah the, well you can kind of mess around with the computer it's kind of cartoony oh that's good uh, and you can mess around with the computer and you can open the drawers and pull out files and photocopy things and you know so so and they give you certain tasks <laughs> tasks to do so that that that's, was quite that's good fun the, that's the same i've been waiting for yeah. Dave, right there. <laughs> so that was quite good fun and then the um there was one which was a shooter and you sort of one hand you can either hold two guns although that's not really advisable because there was no cover so you you can have a shield in one hand and a gun in the other and then that was that was basically yeah. a kind of shooter and you sort of stood around and moved around and directed the shield to stop the uh, the attacks and stuff that was great i was I, I was very impressed with their vr setup um but it's obviously not one of the cheaper systems out there uh, no. But uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there's some great stuff kind of coming. I, it's just a little bit gimmicky right now. So, you know, yeah. um, did see a very cool, talking about 360 stuff, there was a very cool 360 camera, which was brilliant. You basically plonk it down on the floor in the middle of the room and it takes 360 shots just in one go of the room and video oh. uh, and video of it as well. So instead of having to stitch all the photos together, it just does it. <laughs> which is very cool. cool that was very very cool i i really like that um and drones drones were the other thing absolutely Ooh. everywhere just drones everywhere from, <laughs> from little from little kind of uh, you know um five centimeter kind of miniature drones to like these enormous kind of the meter real. long kind of huge things that were like you know hundreds of quid so there was a lot of that around um uh, there was there was three we did I did a post on the website which uh, had our sort of top three things um, from the show one was uh, there's a company called Sam Labs that make these little um, electric wireless blocks uh, and it's it, the idea is to teach people how to um, code and build stuff without really having to code. Um, mm. so you can buy these kits of these little wireless blocks and then they've got this, this app, which has got this drag and drop interface. So within like seconds, you can like drag a couple of things across and it, it wires say a button to wirelessly to a light. So you can hit the oh. button and the light comes on and then they've got motors that will turn things around. So you can daisy chain these things together to do all sorts of different crazy stuff. And if you have some coding ability, you can use JavaScript to be able to kind of code custom things into it so he had it so it's set up and if you hit the button um i mean he did this well while, while i was there and it took like a couple of minutes to do and you kind of have the button you can press it and it will send a tweet out you know 
So you can just have wow. a button on the desk that tweets for. So there, there were little things like that, but that that was really quite impressive. The only problem with it is its price because it's quite expensive. The basic <laughs> starter kit was about sixty quid, I think. So, yeah. um, you know, nice, but but quite expensive. Um, there was a little. There was a thing called the Playbrush, which uh, was designed oh. f- to teach um, children to brush their teeth and uh, right. it's it, it it clamps onto the bottom of any normal manual toothbrush you just push it onto yeah. the bottom and shake it and it and it um bluetooth links to any phone or tablet and uh then you can pull up an app on the phone or the tablet and it's got games on it and oh. the games are designed so if you uh, uh like they they've got things like um a flying game so if you're brushing your top teeth it goes up if you're brushing your bottom teeth it goes down yeah. you know uh or a shooter that if you're brushing your like left side it shoots left if you're brushing the right side it shoots right the clever thing about that was um uh it, it, the game learns while you, the child's brushing their teeth. The game learns whether they're brushing enough on one particular side. So it adjusts the amount of enemies that come right, from particular right. directions. Um, I, I thought it was clever. brilliant and you know really fun like thing to get the. Uh, get How much kids. are they? I might get. I might get one of those. Uh, I think they were <laughs> thirty-five quid. I think they were. Um, oh, that's not even expensive. So I'm gonna get one. Yeah, not very expensive at all. But uh, playbrush. If you if you Google playbrush, they'll come up. Um, so that, I, that was really, really nice. I really like that. Um, and the thing that actually got our gadget of the show this year, got the number one place is a little, um, toy, which is really early in development. It's called Milo. Um, and it's, it's like a, a little sort of plastic teddy bear, which has a screen for a face. And the idea was it's designed for, um, children when the one of the parents is away so uh if they're away a lot like uh for they designed it for army families originally so if if one of the parents is away on deployment um and they've got sort of obviously they'll have patchy internet connection and that sort of thing the parent can go to a website and can upload little video clips um and milo comes with this little base that's got these little sort of um uh, like disc things in that are uh, that slot into the base and they, they kind of looks like a little kind of grass thing and the bits of grass come out so and you can hide the little discs around the house and Milo oh, will right. give clues clues to where the discs discs are so uh when they find the disc and put it back in the base you get a message from the absent parent so it was a That's way it, it was a way of sort of um having the the parent kind of be able to play with the child and having and then the child having that connection with that absent parent that that isn't there all the time um and just doing it in kind of an interesting and sort of fun way but I just thought that was that was great it was it was a really innovative different kind of solution and not something I'd really seen before. So I, you know, that, that was the thing that really, one of the things that really stood out to me. But that, those yeah. were the top three products that, that we found. Um, but if you want to know any more about them, there is a post up on the website um, for that. So you can, you can go and have a look at those. But um, yeah, there was some really interesting stuff there. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Batman v Superman is out and we have both seen it. So I thought one of the things we'd do this week is have a kind of spoilerific talk of Batman v Superman. So um, here's your spoiler warning. Spoilers. 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 What spoilers? There you go. So there's your spoiler warning. How about that? There are spoilers coming up. 
So what I will do is uh, we're going to talk about Batman and Superman. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen Batman v Superman, uh, I, I will come back at the end of the show and I will I will put in what time you need to jump forward to to jump past the spoilers. <laughs> so uh, so can I you, make a guess? <laughs> um, you need to jump back to fifty one thirty five. There we go. That'll be the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Now you've had your spoiler warning. We are going to spoil Batman v Superman right now. So uh, jump past the time I just mentioned if you don't want to hear it. So Lois Lane's a man. <laughs> Lois Lane's not a man, everybody. <laughs> so what did you think? I I rather enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. It's received quite the slating. But, yes, it has. Um, I rather enjoyed it. it. Was it was it was everything they say it, it is. You know all the negative critics. It is everything they say it is. It's a bit convoluted and a l- bits of it are a little bit on the nose. But I've never read, or it's very rare that I read a comic and think that made sense end to end. Every part of that I was on board for. There's always like a an overarching plot that that I don't know everything about if it, if I'm seeing it out of context. And I yeah. feel like it's that. So I feel like when when the Justice Leagues come out and they have more of the Justice Leagues, um, yeah. I feel like in in context then we'll go. That was that was a good movie. That set things up really well. And I think it did. That was my opinion. What's your opinion, Dave? Um, I I I feel that Zack Snyder needs a really good editor. Um, not not <laughs> for length. I think it's more an issue of there are certain scenes in that that I could have well done without. Um, you know things <laughs> oh, like you know when right? Can I go straight in here? John, I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah, I need to go straight in here. You know the bit where um, Wonder Woman pulls up the computer. Yes. And they see the, they see the, uh, Lex Luthor's got the documents and the yeah. videos in which you see, um, uh, Aquaman, Flash, Arrow, uh, yeah. not Arrow, Aquaman, Flash and, uh, Cyborg and someone else, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and, uh, I, I was sitting next to my girlfriend and I said, cause we'd already seen the, the Flash had already come in for like a, what was like a, a dream slash futuristic sequence and it yes. had been a bit weird and we yeah. didn't know where that we'll was come back to that's that one yeah. of, <laughs> that's one of those things that i'm like in in when the other films get done that context is going to seem i feel like that's going to seem to be much better than like there's no no need to worry about it yet is yeah. what i feel on that mm. but i thought the first thing i thought was okay so play one and then it'll be like okay there are other superheroes we know we the fans we know what those symbols mean but to to your average goer it's not important to watch all three or whatever. And then she proceeded to watch all three of these clips. And I was like, come on, we don't need this is a little on the nose. For me. Yeah, it is. It is possibly the most ham fisted way they probably could have, <laughs> yeah. could have introduced them. Plus, plus the other thing is, wasn't it really nice of Lex Luthor to design logos for all of them? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I, that, yeah. that really doesn't make any sense at all. Um, <laughs> The 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 issue going to the flashback. Well, they see. Well, that's the thing. You see, those dream sequences really bothered me. Um, see, yeah, I didn't mind those. They, they Batman looked. Of, Batman's always been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they looked great. And I mean, in actual fact, that you know, the, what I would say is the whole movie looks incredible. It it's yeah. probably one of the best looking uh, Batman films. They've nailed Batman. I think 
really, oh, really well. So um, Affleck is absolutely fantastic. He's kind of, you know, gruff, older. Um, I think he does a f- brilliant, brilliant job. I think Jeremy Irons is fantastic as Alfred yeah, as well. Um, I want to see, I want to see that standalone Batman movie. You know, yeah. it really makes me want to see, see that. I'd see a standalone Alfred movie at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, Alfred. They got Alfred's one-liners wonderfully well. That really, really dry, sarcastic kind of wit. You know, I you know what I did like about um, the Batman, the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I I heard someone uh, I think I I can't remember who I, um, someone said that when Christian Bale did Batman because they it was very realistic and they taught him how to fight and stuff and they had proper like fighting yeah. styles and stuff it was very it was a bit slow and he was chunky and it was like ur, ur, ur. Yeah. whereas uh, ben affleck had such a fluidity to everything like every movement and i really loved that he was really animated and, yeah. and they afforded him a lot of you know movements yeah and that I, was great I it, it was it was kind of like somebody just showed them the arkham asylum games and said do that exactly yeah you know because yeah. it we is this. <laughs> yeah this is what it needs to look like and and, and that's yeah. fantastic and um there are things like you know the the there's that sequence sort of later on where which has been in the trailers i mean the, the trailers are one of the biggest problems for me actually with this film mm. because they spoil so much in those trailers um really really i mean it, you know they really should have cut back on the amount of things um i mean everybody that's seen the the various trailers know that the doomsday is in the film and a lot yeah. of the things that zach was saying you know after that came out and he got criticized for putting that in the trailer or they got criticised for putting that in the trailer and he went no 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 there's more coming after that and there isn't (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, that that kind of bothered me because it made me think uh, you know when when it when it kind of we'll get to the ending but yeah when it when it comes to the end and and it's like oh okay so there wasn't anything after that sorry carry on but that was such a waste yeah yeah we'll get back to that but so so that kind of bothered me but that that sequence of um, Batman jumping into that room and beating up that that oh, gang, yeah. you had that wonderful fight sequence, which is again the entire thing has been on the trailer. Um, mm. That sequence, I would have loved to have seen that right at the very beginning because yeah, I think yeah. that would have got you really amped up for who Batman is. And I, I thought yeah, one of the things I, I said to him after because she, she asks me what I think because she knows I have. In quotes, informed opinions. Um, she and I said, I thought it was a really good Batman movie because you had you had every every bit of Batman was in it. So there was like the fighting bit and the punching up bit. There was some cool gadgets. There was the car chase bit, yeah. which you need like to see. And you know, it was a lot of good stuff. It was him yelling. He did some yelling. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, the voice modulator stuff I think works better than than um, Christian yeah. Bale's. Sounding like he smoked like sixty a day for the past like you know <laughs> twenty years, uh, so you know I I that that I I really loved those sort of things. Um, uh, there was an interesting thing I I read recently about you know because he's got the the Robin suit in the Batcave uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, um, that's sort of got the Joker stuff on it. So he's you're obviously looking at presumably the Jason Todd version of you know um either that or they killed up dick grayson because they, they don't seem to have an issue with killing off side characters did you notice a uh, uh, sidebar 
when they're that sequence in the desert and and Lois is with the photographer, you know who yeah. that photographer is credited as? No. Jimmy Olsen. Oh, so wow. they killed off Jimmy Olsen, like, yeah, just as, as nothing. In that. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, that, thought, well, really? Okay. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that seems a bit harsh for some random <laughs> photographer dude that, that yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, but, but yeah, he, if you watch the credits afterwards, that character was credited as being Jimmy Olsen. That got um, me about Daredevil, actually. Sorry. Also Daredevil spoiler. Um, you know, when they killed um, Ben. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, Ben's meant to be the guy. He's meant to be in this, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, there there are there, there are a few little things in there that kind of, you know, well, what, I know why why would you do that? That that <laughs> yeah. seems like such a waste because you've just thrown that character away. Now you I can't did use this. Um, I only, I think, I only noticed it because I saw it. But in um, was it that you know there was a newspaper article about Wonder Woman. I yeah. think from what, and it was quite old. Um, Chris Pine was in it and he's Steve Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's um, the, I, I only saw it cause I know who Steve is. You know, yeah. The, the... yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, um, uh, the, the, I mean, the, the plot is very convoluted and, and the, yeah. the whole, the whole reason that Diana steals the, cause, um, Bruce goes to Lex to try and, um, to sort of tap his data um, and Diana steals the data tap and the reason that she does that is she says he's got something that I want and it turns out it's this photograph mm. um, and you know Bruce eventually eventually hands it back off to Bruce because she can't crack it so Bruce cracks it open and then hands it off to because of, uh, of how he's the guy yeah because <laughs> Bruce is the guy so you know um <laughs> And, and it's, you know, so she kind of goes after that photograph, but, um, mm. and that, that's where that dream sequence happens. Well, he's kind yeah. of asleep and the, the dream sequences just bother me because. See, I thought, I thought they were set up fine. They were set up at the start when he, he, he wakes up, doesn't he? And he's had a bad dream. And that's it. That from then on, I was like, okay, so he has bad dreams sometimes established. Yeah. And I was fine with it. Man. Yeah. I, but you, you were then in a position of, of, I mean, Obviously, the the Superman, the 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 kind of him against Superman and various minions, who, as far as yeah. we can tell, are parademons uh, and are, are um, related to oh, Darkseid. Yeah, they're, they're related to Darkseid because there's a massive Omega symbol in the floor. So yeah. that's clearly what it's meant to be. And you've got these parademons coming out of boom tubes and stuff. And it's like, well, th that's supposed to be a dream sequence of Bruce's. Um, if they're looking to introduce Darkseid maybe as the big bad for the Justice League, that then yeah. makes no real sense because he's then somehow somehow having these magical premonitions of something which is, you know, he's not seeing. So, yeah, so yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me. And it's the same with um, with the Flash showing up in that dream, you know, where, where that dreaming gets interrupted yeah. by, by, by Flash coming through. And, you know, it's like they've thrown this stuff in because they've gone, oh wow, this will, this is like really cool, and it's sort of, um, it's it's servicing fanboys is the sort of point, but it's utterly yeah. pointless to the movie. It doesn't yeah. really add anything to the movie, and that's yeah, that's, that's the true. issue that I have with it. Um, you know, and I would have I would have probably cut all that stuff out. Um, I, I mean, it looks great, and I you know I'm glad I've seen it. 
uh, you know, that's the difficulty. It's just, I, I would have liked to have seen that in the context of a Justice League movie, um, yeah, yeah. you know, where, where it makes some relevant sense. I mean, it, it, that that's why I have an issue with it, I think. Um, uh, overall, I mean, the you know, I, I do... <sighs> I don't want to say I dislike the film because I didn't. I, you know, I there, there was some great stuff in there. I just think there is a film in there that's trying to get out and really needs yeah. somebody to edit it properly. Maybe you know? they'll have a maybe they have not a director's cut, but like a, a, a cut that all like <laughs> a director know, that knows like what he's doing. Is. Yeah, an editor's cut. An editor's cut would be great, you know, to, <laughs> that that sort of makes the story a bit more coherent. There, I mean, there were a couple of issues with I had with the the fight sequence at the end as well. Is see, um, I had very little. I had very little issue with that. The fight Carry sequence. On. You, you the, first. Okay, the, the fight sequence itself, I don't have a problem with, and you know, Doomsday turning up at the end, I don't have an issue with, particularly. Um, I, I, I have more of an issue with the reason they stop fighting. The the whole thing about yes, our okay, mothers I'm have done with this. our mothers have the same name, therefore we should be friends. Is it's just <laughs> that just I mean that was a little bit a little bit limp, I'll admit. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just. Very very ham-fisted writing, some mm. of it. Um, I mean, that that's the problem. It needed somebody better to look over that script. It's not that... It's the problem that Zack Snyder has. He's... Um, he's visually he's an amazing director he you know he's yeah. got the look of the comic book stuff i think down without doubt he's superb at that what he needs is somebody to stand over him and go no don't do that um <laughs> that. yeah that, that's a stupid idea take that bit out um you know and and that's sort of what it needed it needed somebody it needs a really strong editor to stand behind him and go no you're not doing that you're doing this <laughs> no <laughs> <Yeah>. stop it <laughs> i know it looks great but no i'm ruining movies (laughs) um you know and and that's sort of what it needed it needed somebody standing there doing that um and it didn't obviously have it so i i don't know um maybe i I, i'll be interested to see the the batman film i depends whether zach's directing the next standalone batman film or whether ben's doing um I, yeah, I was going to say I heard that he was doing uh, Ben uh, Ben Affleck. I was going to say Ben Stiller then. Oh, ben Stiller <laughs> that would be a it. very different uh, film. <laughs> I heard Ben Affleck is doing it, but that but that might not be uh, accurate. Yeah, I mean the the last thing I heard was um, uh, potentially it may be Ben Affleck directing Ben Affleck in in a Batman film written by the guy that wrote Argo. Yeah, um, which is like Argo Two with Batman. This time. <laughs> which uh, which is is an interesting choice, uh, but uh, or it yeah, might, Argo it, did Argo did well, right? That won a lot of awards and stuff. Um, yeah, there was talk of I think possibly Jeff Johns being involved. I think as well. Ah. Um, so I yeah, I mean that that I am incredibly interested to see because it would probably be you know I think if they the thing I like about Zach's stuff is that visual style I think he's got yeah. that visual style really really well and you know setting it up really well um for somebody that's actually got a bit more restraint to take over you know <laughs> I, I think I think that that's kind of what I like about it um so yeah I mean uh yeah, I heard um, to, about that end bit. I heard a lot of um, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people ask me why why they'd fight. Like, why, why would they fight? They're both good guys. And I said, well, 
that's isn't that why you see a movie to find that out <laughs> yeah to maybe and consider the plot and be told that <laughs> the, the whole point of them fighting i i don't have an issue with yeah you know, bruce is obviously um you know Bruce has it's set up that Bruce is slightly unhinged and and you know he's obviously had a lot of loss which explains the Robin suit yeah you know and now you've suddenly got this guy who apparently seems completely unstoppable has completely trashed um the middle of um Metropolis and um yeah, I can see why Bruce would think I need to take this guy out. He's a menace mm. and he's dangerous. That that makes sense to me. The reason they stopped fighting doesn't really make that yeah, much sense. I agree. Um, <laughs> but uh, the fact that they, uh, the reason they started was good. I was like, I was on board with it. I was like, yep, that yeah. has been explained. Yeah. And they said, uh, I, I've heard people say that you know the, the very last fight with um, Doomsday. Yeah. That that was quite short. And again, I cast my mind back to comics. And the, the last fight, like the very, very last fight when they've figured everything out, normally doesn't last that long. You know, yeah. It's quite a short, oh, but this time we're working together, so it's better. That's yeah, a bit no, critical. That, admittedly, that's quite a critical view from me. But. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't, I didn't really have too much of an issue with that. I thought, um, uh, was it uh, Gal Godot, the, the woman that's playing yeah. um, uh, Wonder Woman, I think was brilliant as well. I think the she's casting's good. really good. I mean, I do really like Henry Cavall as, as Superman as well. Yeah, um, he's great. I mean, I, I, I think they've got the casting right. I'm not sold on... Um, not that I'm not sold on Jesse Emberg as Lex Luthor. I'm I'm not sold on Jesse Emberg's characterization in Lex Luthor. Uh, see, I, um, I did like that. I, I mean, who we were also talking about this. Carry on. I I um, yeah. I I I find the kind of the 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 light and and sort of frothy kind of thing a bit irritating. Mm. Um, <laughs> I but having said that, I think it makes it more interesting for when he shows up next time. If they put him in the next movie, you could complete. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. He switched that character because you could argue yeah. that, that the light and throffy stuff that he's doing in this film is... Is is not so much him, and now he's been caught and the mask is gone. Um, he could potentially be far more serious and far more kind of um, straight and villainous, and you know, and play yeah. it, tone it down quite a lot. So I don't know. There, there is there is a way of salvaging that, and it's not that I, it's not him personally that i have an issue with i think he's a brilliant brilliant actor i i just didn't quite like that choice um, yeah for that particular character well, i thought i thought that if 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 lex luther was was today and he's this you know this tech billionaire yeah tech billionaire good 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 uh, you read that off the box <laughs> um tech billionaire he would be i i think he would be a sort of nerdy kind of yeah. awkward zuckerberg type. yeah yeah i think that's his 
Yeah, no, I, I, you are, you are kind of right. I just, I, I sort of felt. It was a bit much. I thought it was a bit like, it was a little too much and I would have liked that to be reined in a little bit. Um, uh, but I think going forward, you can potentially do that now. Now he's go darker. Now he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to be this kind of, you know, now he's been banged up and he's been (laughs) taken for this. Um, so yeah, I, I think maybe, maybe there's, there's a a resolution coming there. Um, Mm. I still think, I don't know. It's the the Flash is going to be an interesting character when that comes forward because because yeah. yeah. he, he's going to be compared to the TV show and I, I don't know I I don't know how well that's going to work. So I thought he looked I thought he looked good. You know, in the in the in the the forward, brief bits, you know, the, yeah. The, yeah i thought he looked good he looked the suit looked good he looked good yeah i don't know it's it's difficult it's very difficult to say um yeah i think jason momoa i think that the the way they've approached aquaman is fantastic i think that's really interesting i did think out of that sequence the cyborg sequence was was horrifying yeah uh, yeah i mean it was great uh, but absolutely horrifying um Yeah. I, you know, I, I did really like that though. I thought, I mean, I thought those little vignettes were, were really quite nice. Um, it's just the way it was done was, was I feel like they so could have done some, yeah. like something else. Maybe, yeah. maybe even release them as, uh, not, not so much as a trailer, but like a sort of release them publicly at yeah. some point with like a, you know. Yeah. That would have been a much more interesting way of doing it. I think, um, they, they, they needed to be some other way of, of kind of, marketing that i think yeah. rather than just shoving them in the movie the way that they were so i don't know isn't, is, uh, i'm not sure if i read this right but isn't aren't some of the movies like i think the cyborg movie maybe aren't they after justice league anyway uh possibly i'm not sure i'd have to go back and check which is going to be an interesting you know because you, you you're going to have to establish a character then establish a character <laughs> yeah i mean um uh let's if if we kind of fast forward on as we get on to the just justice league stuff um the uh, what do we what do we think of the ending i mean we kind you kind of sort of i mean that that was the bit that sort of surprised me because i mean you've got doomsday in there so you sort of feel you should have seen it coming but i never thought they would actually go down the death of superman route yeah see i uh i'm a huge 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 fan of of the dino returns mm. And that that ending when uh, spoilers <laughs> when yeah. uh, ba- Batman's in the coffin and Superman he's walking away. You don't mean like you mean the, the other way around that you mean Superman's in the coffin. Well, uh, you said, no, 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 no. In in the comic, Batman's in the coffin. Isn't he? Oh right, he, yes, he yes. Heart, sorry, but, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And uh, Superman's walking away, and new Robin's there, and she's you know she's you know tending to the grave, and super and you see the little heartbeat monitor, and Superman walks away in one frame. And in the next frame, you just see a little bump, yeah. just in the heartbeat monitor. And yeah. Superman turns his head, drops a wink to New Robin, and yeah. walks away. We all know Batman's pulled pulled the wall over everyone's eyes again. Yeah. Brilliant, everything's great, and I love that. I think that was that was that's one of the best moments in comics I've ever read. Yeah, and uh, and I thought they wasted it on Superman. I thought be, that that only works because it's Batman and he's fooled everyone again. Yeah, no, and I doing it with Superman. I didn't like doing, yeah, a, doing uh, a magneto effectively. Yeah. I no, I, 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 I can see where you're coming from with that. I, I actually having read the death of Superman, um, storyline, I, I don't have, I don't have so much of an issue 
with that. Um, uh, I'll tell you what I watched recently, actually. Um, I watched um, the, the Death of Superman Lives documentary, um, which is, is about the, uh, the, the Nick Cage, Tim Burton version of Superman which never got oh, yeah. made. Uh, and he's quite fascinating. And it's interesting watching that, having then seen the sort of Man of Steel stuff and seeing kind of bits that that I think got, uh, maybe it didn't get directly reused, but there was a certain amount of influ- influence from it because they were going yeah. to do the death of Superman in um, in Superman Lives. Uh, they were going to do the Doomsday Fight and the death of Superman and, and all that was going to happen. Um so, uh, you know, the, I, I do wonder whether some of the stuff from that is going to end up edging into to this as well. Um, yeah. Because, and, and it, it sort of makes sense that um, they have to kill off Superman at the end of this because that's the thing that then inspires Batman to go and gather all the metas together um, yeah, yeah. To, to make a team to protect the world while Superman isn't there. Um, of course... it's obvious at the end that something is going on and he will come back. But, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't actually mind that. That didn't actually bother me. I'm just surprised that they went down that route because I really wasn't expecting it. You know, Huma said something after the film. (laughs) This is the funniest thing. She said, um, so, so he's alive, right? So Superman's, Superman's alive. And I said, well, it seems, it seems that way. Like he's, he's, he's doing okay. And, And she said to me, so, if you've got the next film where like loads of bad stuff, it will probably be the justice league. Loads of bad stuff's happened. Batman's got all the superheroes together and then Superman comes back when everything's at the worst. Yeah. Isn't he going to feel really bad because he's been away for so long and he could have helped so many people in that uh, time. Well, no, and just hasn't the, the, uh, the, yes, that is an interesting point, but I think technically I think Superman is probably, down for the count. I don't think he's ah. pretending. I, I think, I mean, the, the, with the death of Superman, um, storyline, he actually ends up sort of getting, I think, I think the body disappears and he ends up back in the fortress of solitude. And it's the Kryptonian technology that sort of brings him back to life. Oh, I see. That's so, that explains it then. That yeah. yeah so I, it, it's not that he's pretending to be dead. It's, it's that he is effectively dead and he gets brought back to life. Um, which sort of makes sense if you follow Zack Snyder's um, uh, sort of Messiah thing that he has going on yeah, with Superman. Yeah. So, so you know that that sort of makes sense in, in the way that he's thinking, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he, I, I I don't have too much of an issue with that. I I you know <laughs> yeah, if he was just kind of you know pretending i think that would be quite bad <laughs> yeah like we, we we need you man <laughs> yeah you know yeah, but i don't think he is i think it's he is actually down and out and right. and he gets brought back i think that that will be the route that they go down how they do that i don't know but that will be the route mm. that it ends up going down i'm fairly sure um so yeah but overall overall you uh you enjoyed it very much very yeah, much enjoyed it yeah. i i mean i would say it is worth going to see i think it's got a number of flaws um yeah but it looks amazing affleck is brilliant uh the cast is really good it's just um the direction and the story i think is a lets it down the story's overly mm. ham-fisted in places uh the 
direction, as I say, as I've said a number of times, Zack Snyder needs an editor um, <laughs> that will stand up to him, uh, and and that that would make all the difference. But um, yeah, overall, uh, not not a not a bad film, but not as good as it probably should be. It I got think. my uh, it got my it got my seven out of ten, which is good. It's not great. Like uh, some films get nine, very rarely. Like X Men First Class, Captain America Two got nines. That's as high. I won't get to a ten, and this got a solid seven. Yeah, I I would say you're you know a, a six or a seven, probably probably a seven for me. Um, I I would I would say yeah. Uh, you know it is enjoyable, but uh, but yeah, very enjoyable. Um, I yeah I yeah. As long yeah as you I, don't mind. The story and the plot, and the, you know. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're prepared. If you're a DC fanboy, I think you will you will really enjoy it. Um, yeah. If you're not into superheroes, and uh, you know, uh, even if if you're into kind of Marvel and not into DC, I think you will struggle uh, with mm. this. If you're a DC, if you're a DC fanboy. If you're a child um, that just likes to see <laughs> things hitting each other, those were two, um, were those two different things. Those, those are two different, two different things. <laughs> I think if you're a DC fanboy, you'll enjoy seeing a lot of the characters on screen. I think you'll quite like a lot of the depictions of it. Um, uh, you know, and and I think the the way that they're portrayed are very good. I think, uh, and I think if you're if you're a younger kid, you're not going to be as concerned about overall plot, and you yeah. know you're going to be quite happy seeing Batman, you know, um, kicking ass and you know big monsters and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I I think I think there is there is something in there. There is a decent movie fighting to get out, but it's it's not <laughs> quite there. <laughs> Um, any more? Any more on that? No, that's it. That, okay, those are my cool. thoughts. I have no more. Right. So that's the Batman, the Batman v Superman done, I think now. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. We've got some uh, film and TV news coming up. Film and TV news. The first uh, thing that came up is uh, they announced the cast for uh, Class today which is the uh, doctor who spin-off series um and uh, um stephen moffat um very helpfully <laughs> for if i tell you if i if i was if i was the guy writing it because um it's uh what's the writer's name uh patrick ness patrick ness is the guy that's writing it who's a very well respected uh, writer um and um stephen moffat came out and described class as being the british buffy uh, if I if I was you know if the pair of them were sat at the table that's the point where I think Patrick Ness would be kicking Stephen under the table going oh <laughs> thanks a lot not to set the bar too high for me you know <laughs> um, but I mean it is uh, there, there is there are certain elements to it uh, that certainly seem that way because there's a bit of a synopsis come out uh, the, and there's a cast announced but the uh, the cast is a, a guy called uh, Greg Austin um, is is one of the characters uh, who played Gordon Sel. Selfridge in Mr. Selfridge, if anybody's seen that. Uh, there's Fady Isolid. Ice, I can't pronounce that last name. Uh, she was in a couple of episodes of Silent Witness. There's a couple of newcomers called Soapy Hopkins and Vivian Oprah. Uh, 
They also be joined by a lady called Catherine Kelly, who is in Happy Valley. She was also in Mr. Selfridge. She was in The Night Manager recently as well, which if you haven't seen The Night Manager, go look at it on iPlayer. It's a fantastic series. Um, she's taking on the role of a new teacher, um, which would make sense because they've lost Clara Roswald. So I'm wondering if she's maybe the replacement for Clara at uh, Coal Hill School because it's all set at Coal Hill School where Clara used to teach and has been, um, Coal Hill School has been in Doctor Who mythology uh, since um, uh, 63, I think, was the first time it appeared. Um, oh, wow. So it's, it's the, the idea is um, uh, the little synopsis that they've got is time has looked at your faces now and time never forgets. What if your planet was massacred and you were the sole survivor? What if a legendary figure out of space and time found, found you a place to hide? But what if things that want to kill you who've tracked you down and worst of all, you haven't studied for your A-levels? Um, so, so that's the little kind of tagline thing they put with it. So it sounds like one of those kids in that cast. Um, so it's based around the sixth form of this school. One of the, one of the teens in that cast is probably not human um, mm. and has been placed in hiding in that school. Um, so you've you've got that as a setup. They've also said that um, time is the the sort of. Uh, fabric of time around the school because it's had a lot of involvement with the doctor and time travel at Coles Hill School. The fabric of time around there is very thin. So, and it's this sort of evil entity trying to push back. That's what it's it's saying about this kind of evil character trying to find you. So, um, it, it sounds like you've basically got a superpowered teen uh, with a bunch of friends and a teacher helping them, trying to um, sort of get through school life uh, as as well as as uh, dealing with um, various monsters of the week. I'm assuming. So it, it sort of is the setup is kind of a British Buffy, I guess. I just think that's a very nasty high bar for that Moffat's just set yeah. for the guy. That's okay. It sounds good though, but I think I think. In the, in the current sea of um i mean essentially like like you say it, it sounds a bit like a superhero show like it isn't but it is yeah. in a way yeah. you know what i mean i mean buffy and was think, sort of a superhero show as well i think so. that there's there's a lot of that around it could be difficult yeah i mean it's going to come out on bbc3 later in the year it is going to be british which is is um interesting and different because there isn't that there aren't that many sort of superhero no, that's British true. shows, and there aren't. I mean, there's Doctor Who, but there's there's not a lot else really going for it. We've just had Lucky Man, which of course got picked up for a second season, but we don't tend to do out and out superheroes, and this isn't again isn't an out and out superhero thing. Um, it it certainly sounds like it's stolen quite a lot of beats from Buffy, and and uh, you know, but it's it, whether whether Patrick's writing can um, can live up to Whedon's um, quippy kind of sort of comebacks. I don't know. I don't know how well he writes. He writes teens and, you know, comedy. And I've never read any of his books. Uh, I know he's very well respected though. So, but that's, that's a, that's a difficult bar to kind of uh, set for somebody. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they appear to be aiming it at that older teenage group and and not, you know, it is aiming at a BBC3 audience. It's not aiming at a CBBC audience, you know. 
So it, yeah, it, it, it is. A, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about that, Dave. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was when I was um, when I was in sick form to, to hark back uh-huh. only only five years ago. I think <laughs> um, child. <laughs> what was on, what were the programs that, like? The programs we liked were like Skins, like first series Skins, because that's like that's gritty. That's actually about young people. It, I mean, it's a, Skins was a little overboard, but that was like properly about young people. Yeah, but- and I worry. I worry that it could, it might not live up to that. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. It's obviously not, well, I, I wouldn't have thought it's going to go quite as dark as Skins got. (laughs) It's not going to be Skins-esque. Um, I, you know, it's going to be lighter than that, but I, I think it's, it's heading in more into that territory than Mm. it is into the younger territory by the sounds of it. I hope, um, so we don't know. It, it does seem to be kind of, I mean, it does say, um, it's sort of, he describes it as class is dark and sexy right now. And right now. Um, so, Wow, dark, no. sexy, and right now. What does yeah, that even yeah. mean? <laughs> uh, dark, sexy, and right now is is, is what Moffat calls it. Uh, saying they're facing their own worst fears, navigating through the life of friends, parents, schoolwork, sex, and sorrow. So it is apparently going Ooh. to have a bit of kind of you know it's it's gonna it's not gonna be kind of PG rated by the sounds of it. It is it is going to be at least twelve. Um, well, BBC Three's online now, so they can kind of do what they want, can't they? Uh, well, they'll still have to probably stick to a certain amount of ratings. I would, you know, but yeah. but yeah, I don't know how that's actually working because with watershed stuff, um, mm, that's an interesting point actually. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what they're doing about that. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. It it's it's intrigued me. I mean, I I yeah, think certainly. I think that's a cruel thing to do to the writer to say that it's the British Buffy, but um, <laughs> I because I, I just think that's a really high bar that you just set for him. But um, I I do. I, I like the idea of it. Um, I, I think it's it's this area they've not quite fit into yet. It's not going as far out as Torchwood. It's not sort of at the young end like Sarah Jane Adventures was. It's sort of somewhere in between there. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I'm interested because I was, I, I was thinking it was going to go for a younger audience than that with it being set in a school, but they've gone for the sixth form, so they're going for the older teens. Um, it does sound like it is going to be very much a BBC Three show. So, yeah, um, yeah I mm, could be could be quite interesting. Uh, so it's we don't know when it's coming out yet. It's due later this year, so I'm, I suspect it will be autumn season that it will probably say, yeah. land. Uh, we don't know whether they're going to um, shove them out one by one or whether they're just going to dump the whole lot onto BBC Three at once. I don't know. Um, now it's an online thing. Nobody really knows how that's going to work properly <laughs> or how that will work uh, yeah, so so I, I don't know. I'm not sure whether they're putting them out one by one or whether it's all going to go on one thing. Um, I don't know, but uh, but we'll wait and see. That that so that's due out later next year, or later this year. Sorry. Um, there was an interesting little bit that came up uh, regarding uh, making a murderer, which is the Netflix series. Have you watched? that i mean i haven't i haven't uh, well, i hear good things it, it is it's well worth watching there are are um because uh, uh, making a murder about this guy called steve avery who uh, gets arrested um for a sexual assault which he didn't commit uh gets uh gets banged up for it gets released and then um is accused of a murder and it's not entirely clear whether he committed it or not um 
he it, it, it does seem to point towards him possibly being framed for it but um there is a certain amount of bias in the show as well so it's it's very difficult to tell it, it does seem like there was a lot of things that were done very very badly by, by the uh, local police department there yeah uh there were two lawyers that were defending him one um and one of them was a guy called Dean Strang. Um, they've given Dean his own show called Dean Strang Road to Justice, uh, where he is investigating large um, historical legal cases that demonstrate major flaws in the criminal justice system. Um, Dean was very, very elegant, eloquent in the way that he spoke about uh, that how there are issues with the criminal justice system at the moment and how it works. So that I think will be a very interesting show. I don't know where it's going to wear. I know if it's going to end up on Netflix, which will be the obvious place for it, or whether it's going to go to a US network and, and you know, they'll have to buy it or I'm, I'm not sure yet, but I, mm. uh, as a companion piece to making a murder, I think that will be an interesting one to watch out for um, to, to, cause I think he was very, very watchable, very knowledgeable. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's anything that digs at the American criminal justice system. I think is probably, <laughs> worth a watch um and stepping back onto slightly more familiar territory uh patrick j adams who is the guy that plays mike in suits do you watch suits uh, i don't but uh my girlfriend does so it's good yes it's a very very good show um patrick j adams who plays mike the lead character in suits is coming on to legends of tomorrow um seemingly only uh, i think he's he's showing up in the final episode so obviously there are some potential spoilers in here if you don't want to know i won't play the spoiler jingles again but uh but <laughs> yeah, it twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are some potential spoilers here so like skip forward like a few minutes if you if you want to jump past us but uh They've said that there is a beloved superhero from DC canon turning up. Um, I think I'm not sure whether it's the final episode of Legends of Tomorrow or the last couple of episodes. Uh, the rumor is that it's going to be the original 1940s Scott uh, Alan Scott Green Lantern. All right. Wow. Um, who, if you know your DC history, um, wasn't part of the standard Green Lanterns. He got his. He he was was Green Lantern, but he got his power from a, a different source. So it was kind of ah. slightly different setup in the new 52 inter- iteration. Cause he's always perceived as quite an old man. Um, he's in, is Alan Scott in, uh, in the, the books, um, until the new 52 iteration, which actually had him as a sort of industrialist. He was a younger man. Uh, he was gay. His boyfriend, uh, gets, uh, killed and he ends up getting, um, his powers. The green kind of comes from the earth. So it's sort of, he has the power of the earth basically. Uh, and, oh. and that gives, him but it gives him similar powers to the to the green lantern it's it's just a rumor at the moment that that's who he's going to play but i thought i i think adding a green lantern into the uh, tv show that particular green lantern i think makes the sense to be the one to go for um yeah because the other green lanterns are going to be tied up in a green lantern corp film the fizzy green lanterning yes fizzy green lanterning in a green lantern corpse film because that's the thing that's coming up um isn't that the last one they're doing that's going to be the final one that they're doing yes that will be after everything else apparently so if you're going to go for it if you're going to add a green lantern in somewhere it makes sense to introduce the alan scott one because he's not related Mm. to them in any real way 
Um, he just happens to share the same name and has similar similar powers, but he's not directly related to it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you know much about that character? No, I, I was never a Green Lantern guy, uh, particularly not. Um, I'm, I'm not so deep in the in the mythos that I know that Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think uh, knowing knowing what little I do know about uh, the core. I think that that makes sense. Like you say, to have someone who's distant, he's, he's a Green Lantern, but he's distant enough that, you know, he's not tied to the organization sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and having him show up at the end is interesting as well. Yeah. Because yeah. Suits, Suits is getting to a stage where it may be starting to wrap up. Um it, you know, they, I think they've got another, they, they have got another season coming. Um but I, you know, they they're losing, um, or it sounds like they're certainly cutting back uh, uh, the the girl that was in Firefly that's now in Suits, um, and I can't remember her name, um, Gina Torres. He's uh, he's cutting back her role for the next season as well. Um, so so there are there are changes happening over at Suits, and I do wonder whether maybe um, we're maybe to the close now. We, maybe it's either going to a close, or um, it's also possible that they could schedule the the yeah they they could if they wanted him as a full time member on Legends of Tomorrow. If he goes with them, um, it's possible that they could do both shows because you've got. Um, you've got the the guy doing. You've got the two guys doing Prison Break as well as doing Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so, but they are shorter runs. Suits is a full run, so uh, I, I don't know. Um, there are gaps in the Suits scheduling, so and there's a sort of summer break. So I don't know. It it may that may be something that happens. I don't know. Uh, depends depends who he's playing, and you know, it, it would also be a case of if you set up the character now, it could be somebody that they wrote back in later. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Mark Guggenheim, who's one of the exact producers, has said that um, the the cast. There were rumours that the entire cast were going to change for Legends of Tomorrow um, for the mm. next season. They were basically going to just bung in an entirely new team. They've actually said that's a, it's a good thing about a good thing about a ragtag team like that is you can do that. Yeah. If, if someone needs to drop out or whatever, yeah, they fancy some new blood. Yeah. Um, and, and it sort of makes sense, but they've said that they're not, it's not going to have an entirely new cast. They are going to be keeping, uh, some of the people mm. on, but there are a few empty chairs that they could fill. Um, on, so, so that is a possibility. And they, he's sort of saying every time they introduce somebody on Flash or Arrow, they go, actually, they'd work quite well on Legends. <laughs> so they end up with this kind of list of people that they think they could work. Um, Huntress, who was on Arrow, um, they've said is a possibility uh, and and they're quite fond of of that Huntress character so it's possible she may end up on next season of Legends mm. um, now it's got picked up for a second season so no, don't know don't know at the moment but uh, there are a few possibilities there of, of people that, uh, that that could come across so if, if you've seen a character on, on Flash or Arrow there is a fair chance that they may end up as, as one of the Legends team uh, as well so don't know we'll, we'll see but yeah, I, I, I thought the, uh, I, I, again, it is a rumor about um, who um, Patrick J. Adams is playing, uh, but, mm. but, uh, but that would be an interesting character to introduce. So, yeah, um, and that's it for the news this week. Next up, we have some air date stuff. Air dates this week 
first up, uh, the changes we have. Uh, Rush Hour, there's been... Uh, you, have you heard about this? They're making a... I, you know, I've started seeing the advert and I'm actually really excited. Okay. It's apparently got a little bit panned in the US, um, so oh. I, I wouldn't oh. get overly <laughs> excited. But um, Rush Hour Season 1, I don't think it's actually started there. That's a few people that have seen previews of it. Uh, Rush uh, Hour Season 1 coming to... What are they now? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> What a critics know. Uh, Rush Hour Season 1 coming to E4 on the 19th of April, apparently. 19. So that must be fairly close to the US air date, I would have thought. Uh, so that's at 9pm. Um, 19th of April on E4, that's coming. Uh, Rectify Season 3 starts um, 5th of April on uh, uh, AMC Global. So, um, as I said before, wait until the AMC sell it off to somebody else so you can watch it. <laughs> um, uh, that's 5th of April at 9 o'clock, that starts. Um, Bones season 11 part two coming to, uh, sky living on the 18th of April at 9 PM. Um, that, that ended with, with a fairly kind of, I won't, I won't say exactly what, just in case people haven't caught up with it, but yes, ended up with a fairly dramatic scene. So, um, it, it will be, uh, uh, back and it's then got one more season, a 12 episode final season coming. Um, and, uh, and that'll be the lot for, so it, it'll have run 12 seasons with a shortened final season uh which considering they're in the middle of suing the uh, network that they're on is not a bad run they got a second <laughs> got a 12 season at all really we're doing okay guys yeah, we're, so doing they're okay. Doing, we're doing okay uh that that's apparently is is it's been uh yes mode of contention obviously because they are suing fox um <laughs> Uh, Britain's Got Talent, if you like that sort of thing, season 10 of that is returning uh, on the 9th of April at 7pm. Um, Silicon Valley, season 3, that's returning in May. Uh, don't know exactly when yet, but that's a fantastic show. Have you seen any of those? No, I'm told good thing. Who is, I think it's my maybe my stepdad likes it. Yeah, um, absolutely brilliant. It's very, very funny. It's one of the best half-hour comedies, I think, on TV. Um, really, really good. So uh, that's back on Sky Atlantic in May. Uh, there is a show called The Catch coming to um, Sky Living also in May. That's uh, a Shondaland show. So uh, same people that did How to Get Away with Murder, Grey's Anatomy Scandal. Uh, it's about a fraud investigator who is poised to be the victim of fraud by her fiance um it's not a bad not a good cv day that <laughs> um yeah so that's that's coming at some point to sky living in may that sounds like a very sky living show um so there's that uh billions which is a really interesting sounding show uh it's got damien lewis as a brilliant but cutthroat hedge fund boss and uh, paul giamatti as a u.s attorney comes to sky atlantic on the 12th of may at 9 p.m uh that that's been pushed quite a lot to hbo show so it should probably be awesome i suspect as most hbo things are usually that sound good yeah yeah sure sure yeah, I don't, uh, he's 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 normally good value anyway. Generally, yeah, yeah. Well, Damien Lewis and Paul Giamatti are both like fantastic actors, so that's definitely yeah one worth considering. Uh, there is a show, uh, new original comedy coming called Rovers at some point in May. Uh, stars the royal family family Sue Johnson and Craig Cash. Uh, it's about a rundown clubhouse of a fictional long lead football team called Red Br- Redbridge Rovers. Uh, that's coming in May to Sky One. Uh, Part two of Empire, that's coming 11th of April, so that's relatively soon. Uh, That's uh, season two, part two, that's coming 
at 9 p.m. That will be back. Have you watched any of Empire? No. I, I, again, I, I saw I saw an advert for it. Was that today? No, it wouldn't have been today. Maybe it was yesterday. And it looked very uh, very dramatic. I, it is. It's um. It's been described as uh, Dynasty with hip hop. Um, <laughs> and it's and that basically it's really over the top it, it's it gets very very ridiculous uh but it, it's unbelievably fun um really really fun um, entertaining show huge characters really really ent- excellent uh and it's uh scored by uh phil eisler who was on the podcast about two weeks ago uh drives oh, all the music for it and uh does all the uh all the musical scoring for it uh so he's his music's in there and sort of mixed in with all this hip-hop stuff and he does like these big classical kind of things so uh it's uh it's it's really cool but um that's well worth watching. Season part two of that is is uh, on E4, eleventh of April. Um, Scott and Bailey coming uh, season five of that to ITV. Um, that's on the thirteenth of April at nine PM. And uh, this will please an awful lot of people. Supernatural <laughs> season eleven coming to E4 on the twentieth of April at ten PM. So no long wait. I know it's a, not quite. You know, it's it's still way behind the US, but. But um, we're getting it at the 11th of April um, at 10 p.m. Uh, sorry, they're not the 11th of April, the 20th of April at 10 p.m., season 11. Uh, so that's the next season coming only a few weeks after we finish season 10. Uh, so I'm very, very happy that's coming back. And it does make me wonder whether they're going to run season 12 close to the U.S., air date um yeah. possibly um it, it might make sense that it, supernatural runs with quite a lot of gaps in it so it may be a case that they run it next april it may be a case if they hold it back um until after christmas for season 12 but it, it that does bode fairly well for season 12 coming sooner rather than later if they're going to run season 11 now um so that would say that it's probably doing reasonably well for them uh but yeah so yes next season of supernatural you're not having to wait days and months and you know years for it it is coming on the 20th of april at 10 p.m god yes um <laughs> so uh that's the last of the updates next week on tv you have uh mysteries of laura season two returning to five usa uh that's on the 5th of april um i'm not sure how many more seasons that's got left in it because its ratings aren't particularly good in the u.s uh bates motel season four coming 5th of april at 10 p.m there is a show called um you're the worst that's a new a romantic comedy coming to five star um it's from the makers of weeds and orange is the new black um so could be worth watching out for it's very good credentials i think it's already got a couple of seasons in the u.s now and it's one of those shows that we kind of looked at and thought why has nobody picked this up yet um but it's it's coming to five star they're they're um, since Viacom have taken over five, they're making some very interesting purchases um, for not only for the main channel, but for the other channels as well. The, the, um, the, my son's too big to get out of his room and you know, boy with three heads and all those sort of shows <laughs> seem to have gone by the wayside. And, and they're, they're all, you know, certainly that, that one, there's some with the, the the boy with the three heads is still available on catch up. Yeah, I'm, don't, worry. I, I just, don't worry if you missed that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly sure it was, you know, it's, all that sort of stuff seems to be kind of dampening down a bit. And there are, they seem to be upping the amount of dramas and stuff. They're buying a bit more. So, uh, that's quite good. Uh, colony, 
Um, season one, this is stars Josh Holloway from Lost as an FBI agent in Los Angeles run by aliens. Uh, well, family is torn between cra- collaboration and resistance. Um, it's also got Sarah Wayne Callies from uh, Prison Break and Walking Dead in it as well. Starts 7th of April at 9pm. Um, that one looks quite interesting. Alien, alien sort of um, taking over L.A., I thought that was quite, Ooh. that sounds quite good. I, I quite like that. Um, have I got news for you? Season 51. Uh, oh my God. How is that still going? Uh, it's it's been, watching that still. It's, it's been going even longer on radio. Uh, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the news quiz has been going even longer than that. Um, so that's uh, back on the 8th of April at 9 p.m. That returns. Um, Wild Things Season 2. Um, it's, it's basically, it's knockout in furry animal costumes, as far as I can tell. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, starts on Sky 1 at 10 p.m. Uh, sorry, at 7 p.m. on April 10th. Um, 112263. This this could be one to watch out for. Uh, yeah, I see a lot of adverts for this. This yeah, looks they're, okay. They're trailering it quite a lot. Um, it, it's obviously, it's 221163 because we're English. Um, it's. <laughs> uh, you know, they'll have a, a different release. <laughs> Should do. Um, it's tenth uh, of April at nine PM. That's starting. This is a, a time traveling drama where uh, James Franco is sent back to stop the Kennedy assassination. It's uh, it's it's coming out on. I think it, it it's paid for by Hulu in the US. So we've got it to season one, but it may actually only be one season. I don't know whether it's going to run for any more than that. But uh, sure. uh, it may be a, like a mini series. I'm not sure yet. But uh, it looks really interesting. It's running on Fox over here. So uh, April 10th at 9pm, definitely a show to watch out for that one. Uh, Outlander season two, there will be a lot of people happy about Outlander coming back. That's (laughs) coming to Amazon season, uh, Amazon prime. Um, that's on the 10th of April as well. That will uh, pop up on Amazon prime. If you're waiting for that, um, fear the walking dead season two comes to AMC global on the 11th of April, or you can just wait for them to sell it to, uh, Amazon prime (laughs) and get watch it next year, uh, or later on this year. Um, so that's going to be back. Uh, and then there is a new show coming to Sky Atlantic called Camping. It's a uh, new British comedy um, from Julia Davis about camping. It's about uh, a couple of families that sort of meet up on a campsite. Uh, All six episodes are available to watch straight away from the 12th of April, but it's also running weekly from the 12th of April on Sky Atlantic as well from 10pm. And that's everything. We're all done. So uh, it's been an extra long podcast because we had that uh, we, we yes. had the discussion in the middle of it. But uh, if you if you've not seen Batman v Superman, you don't feel cheated because you've still got the go same length. <laughs> you can kind of cut it out. But yes, go yeah, watch it. It is yeah. worth. It is. We would say uh, won't spoil or anything now, but it is. It is worth going to see. Definitely um, worth a watch. Yeah, I, I think worth worth a watch. Um, form your own opinions. I think. <laughs> and go watch go watch the Jungle Book for April fourteenth. I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The the, uh, the the Jungle Book. I think could be quite good as well. So uh, yeah, that's everything for this week. If you want to get in touch throughout the week, you can of course find us at geektown.co.uk. Uh, if you've got any questions, you can email them to podcast at geektown.co.uk. You can leave a message on this website post. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Geektown at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Geektown or on Instagram at Geektown UK that's everything we shall see you next week bye 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 bye
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 